This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with Dr. Cat, the place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Hey, lovers, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Play, Sex. I'm your sex expert, Dr. Cat. <laughs> I've always wondered what that would be like to do an entire episode with a different accent. So maybe not this episode, but the next episode. <laughs> this week has been an epic expansion of self-love for me. I think many of us get caught up in rushing around and trying to finish projects and start new ones and fill voids and just try to keep occupied. Yet when we do this, we may find ourselves feeling exhausted, depleted or burned out or even not enjoying sex. Oh my God. And this week, I just gave myself that space from going on an epic nature retreat that had me to dive totally inward and meet new parts of myself to having really beautiful and changing, evolving conversations of clearing and forgiveness to attending this book launch of one of my most favorite authors, Young Pueblo, and his epic self-reflection book called Inward. <sighs> I am feeling quite renewed. <laughs> And super, super good. I'm also incredibly excited to announce to you that I am birthing a project called Undone, which is a women's slow flow sensual yoga experience, all practiced in our undergarments, ready, just really designed to help women evolve the relationship that they have with their bodies and with their sensuality. So check out sexloveyoga.com for more information and date and location for our next one. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because this episode is all about being able to tune inward and give yourself the space and care that you need to be happy and healthy. And primarily, I'm talking to you men out there who may often find yourselves just pushing through and ignoring those signs that we need to hear, that we need to be with ourselves for the health of ourselves, for the health of our loved ones, for our sex lives. Mm. I love you men, <laughs> which is why I'm so stoked for this episode. We've had episodes on men and dating and the psychology behind difficulties in the bedroom, yet we haven't had an episode that is solely related to the medical side of men's sexual health. Until now. I've got the sexy smart Ashley Rogers here to give us the lowdown on men's health and sexuality. But before we get to Ashley, lovers, you are the reason that I do this show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in, for spreading the word, for leaving reviews and trying some of the suggestions that we recommend. I've been getting awesome feedback from you on the products that I love and I use myself because my goal here is to help you to eat play, and sex better. Now, if you haven't already, please head to eatplaysex.com where you can subscribe to the show, connect with me, and grab more about how you can up-level your sex, love, and vitality. Now, Ashley is a naturopathic practitioner and herbalist specializing in men's health. She is the founder of SoCal Natural Health, which is an online source for men's health. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Kat. I'm so excited to do your podcast with you today. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I think that what you have with this practice that's online for men is just really powerful for a men population because it seems like, okay, and maybe maybe this is just me, but it seems like they don't go to the doctor until something becomes a major problem. And I'm over here and like my side hurts and I'm like, I have to go to the doctor now. <laughs> Something's breaking. <laughs> Why Absolutely. do you think that is? <laughs> well, you know, I, and you probably already know this, but as women, we are built um, in our brain and our, our, you know, our brain functioning to 
to react at the initial sign of anything being wrong. That's because we are the mothers. We are the bearers of children. Yeah. And it just puts us more in tune with recognizing something um, without any words being spoken. Like if you're a mother and you have children, you know, especially to a certain age, you know, you have to be able to read their unspoken signals. Yeah. So I think innately, I don't think it's for sure. Innately, we (laughs) have that where, you know, we're, we're going to, we have the signal, we're going to follow our intuition. And as, you know, as men, as males, they're more, um, you know, the disciplinarians and they are, um, they're not as reactive because their masculine energy tells them to remain calm and hold down the fort. So, (laughs) you know, and also there's a pride thing, you know? Yeah, I was going to say male pride. Where's that one in there? (laughs) They don't want to say, oh, something hurts because they think it's a sign of weakness when really it's not. So, you know, trying to end that stigma, Uh, but you're right. They don't come up to me usually until it's one of two things. Um, It's way beyond what it should be. So it won't, you know, they can't get it up. It's fallen off. Something's really wrong with they're busting at the seams. Um, <laughs> I just or, uh, hold on. I have this image of what <laughs> something's falling off. I'm like, yeah. what is falling yeah, off? Yeah, like you know, they're like they're you know, they've had an infection for so long in their foot or something, you know, you know, the darn thing won't work anymore. And they're like, okay, something might be wrong. It's like, well, yeah, hello. Uh, yeah, your yeah. foot's like hanging there. Like, come yeah. on. Right. And, and like, don't even get me started with, you know, if, if it won't come up or anymore or they can't ejaculate that there is nothing more from what I'm seeing, like demasculating than that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, the bodybuilder thing or whatever, like that's not, it's sort of an issue, but if they have erectile dysfunction or, you know, low testosterone or, um, you know, no sex drive at all, they just feel like, you know, what is, you know, what is my purpose then? You know, because I mean, yeah. it's just such a, it's wired into us. Like if we can't procreate, I mean, a lot of people don't want to, but um, even if it's not about procreation, it's just about that, like the ability um, to that testosterone level. Yeah. And that self-pleasure, if they can't have that, then it's like, Oh, you know, it's so depressing for them. So. Yes. Oh my God. You're so true though. I have <laughs> my best dude friends. They all call me. I mean, obviously I'm a sex expert, right? But yeah. they call me and they're like, God, like something's wrong. I think I'm broken. I'm like, okay, tell me what's going on. Like, I just can't, you know, as if it's, it's it's only them. Like they're the only ones who've ever experienced this and they don't realize that these, these things are more common, but men don't talk about it. Like we, we're always like, (laughs) so this happened in the bedroom or this is like going on or I don't know, (laughs) like in our circle of girlfriends. And we're like, yeah, yeah, I totally feel you. I've had that last week, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's just not, it's not something that men, you know, typically are super boisterous about and, you know, they need to be, you know, a little bit more proactive when it comes to their health. And, you know, it's not to to bash them completely. They just don't know. They don't have the education. And whereas, you know, the woman, they sense the signal, then they go educate themselves. The men just don't know. I mean, and then once they learn and they light up like a, you know, like a light bulb and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. And then they take Mm -hmm. that and they really are able to use it. Um, But, you know, again, guys just don't have as much of the education as women do. And that's one of the reasons why I love working with men so much. Yeah. Ashley, you're like this magical wizard who's like, bing, here you go. This is what's going on with you. And the men are like, my world has changed. (laughs) That's what it seems like. And that's what it feels like. But um, you know what, in functional medicine, we are just really, instead of like conventional medicine, where it's like, you know, a Band-Aid um, pill of some kind, like a Viagra or something, if we're speaking of like sexual inabilities or sexual dysfunction, yeah. um, it really, you're going to do so much damage, you know, with that Viagra or Cialis or whatever it is that you're using, um, so much more underneath the surface than what you realize. And so in functional medicine, we're really just working with the body's own mechanisms based on the person's individual needs, no matter what that is, as far as diet, lifestyle, um, you know, uh, deficiencies, things like that. And Mm -hmm. it really, it it seems like magic, but the body naturally is so magic. It it just, it really doesn't need much. It just needs the right things, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
No, this is really powerful. I want to get into that. And and the way you talk is, I can tell you're passionate about this. You're passionate about men's health. And when we talked on the phone first, you and I just like went on for probably a really long time. I was like, oh, this woman has a business to run. She just needs to talk to me. <laughs> men's oh, I'll go on about it. I love it. I am very Why did you get into health specifically for men? Like why, why did that become your thing? Yeah, so it was... I didn't mean to really, I didn't. And I've always loved men. And I was like, you know, I always was the girl who had all the guy friends in school and the other girls made fun of because I must've been a slut. And, yeah. You know, Ugh, how really dare you be met friends yeah. with guys. <laughs> and I liked girls too. It's just that I, I feel like I had more to offer them in terms of like communications and, and, um like things like that. So I had a lot of guy friends. Um, and, but I didn't really mean to, I knew I always wanted to be in the health field. I originally wanted to work, um, like as an OBGYN or as a labor and delivery nurse. Like that was my thing, the babies and the healthy babies. And I still love it. I still do. I'm still very like educated and knowledgeable and and all that stuff. Like I'm like, if anybody needs a doula, I'm your girl over here. (laughs) So, uh, but I love that. I I love that so much, but, um, I, I went to like in high school, I had finished a little bit early. So I started like, you know, my, my college courses, my pre-med courses, and I did some of that. And then after high school, went into college and I just was not connecting with the conventional ways of medicine. And it was to the point that it, like, it made me very discouraged and disappointed. It just wasn't, it was not what I knew in my heart, in my brain to be true about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, conventional medicine, I think, is wonderful for emergencies. Um, but for yeah. other things, I, you know, I don't agree. So um, I took a step back from, you know, school and everything for a while. I kind of did things backwards. I, um, <laughs> I went off and, like, sowed my wild oats and, like, really was like, you know what? If I'm going to quit school, then I'm really going to get out there and yes. enjoy myself. Yes, so, I'm all about that pleasure. Yeah. Yes, I, was, I did. I, <laughs> I did too. And you know, some things are probably questionable, but who cares? <laughs> nope, whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> and then I had my babies. And then when my son was like, oh, I don't know, probably four months old to my husband's great dismay, I was like, I'm going to go back to school. And he's like, what? It's like, you just had a baby. And it, you know, what are you, what's going on? You're not working. Like, I mean, this is, I, I have to do it now. I woke up this morning, something was telling me to go. So I'm going to go. So I, I kind of started my courses and, and my son was four months old. He's four now. I graduated last January from my practitioner course um, program and I started SoCal Natural Health like while I was in that, you know, kind of just doing Mm -hmm. some like consulting on, you know, certain levels of things. Even still then, SoCal Natural Health was not a men's practice, but the universe kept sending me men and sending me men. And I was trying to find my niche, you know, trying to find my specialty. And I was just like, oh, hello, you know, wake up. This is what you're supposed to do. Um, but it was like a no brainer. It went all the way back to like school. And even now, like all my friends that are guys and everybody that I help that are guys. And, um, I was just like, duh, hello. Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing uh-huh. I love it. everything clicks so well. And then in that, I was just learning all of these stigmas and things that aren't true. You know, that, Oh that, my God, share one. Like yeah. what's, what's a myth that you want to bust for men? Well, like society puts all this pressure on guys to like, don't, you know, you can't be emotional. You got to man up and be Mm. a man. And I'm so sick of hearing that. Like everybody's emotional. Everybody has emotions. It's, you know, it's, it's balance. It's like learning when to express yourself and learning when, you know, it's just maybe not the right time and place kind of issue, but there, but I just, I can't take it. Like I've, I've seen so many uh, men with health issues that have come from not being able to cut the cords with stress because they feel like they can't express themselves. So then mm. all that stress, you know, that really does release um, chemicals in your body that your, that your body responds poorly to. And, you know, the reoccurrence or the buildup of that really does have a lot of, um, 
effects on hormone levels and, you know, all the things from adrenal function, kidney function, and guys need their adrenals to be well. I mean, that their fight or flight response, that that's very important for them. If they experience mm-hmm. some type of like adrenal fatigue or adrenal burnout, it's going to be mm-hmm. so hard for them to rebuild. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh it just, God. I see it so often. I see it so often. And so, you know, what is the, can you share with our listeners what the adrenal gland does? So the, again, it's the fight or flight um, response in the body. So anytime you have any stress at all, your adrenal glands release, um, they release chemicals in your body that, that um, essentially help you to respond. So it's like, you're focusing all on that one thing so that essentially mm-hmm. you can fix it. So it's like, I saw last week was adrenal week on Instagram on everybody's stories. Mm-hmm. And I saw one really good kind of um, like <laughs> metaphor about it. And it's like, if you're being chased by a bear, okay, your adrenal glands and your adrenaline kicks in and tells you to run from the bear. And that's all you should be thinking about during that time is getting yourself away from this bear and into safety. And then when it's over with, you should be able to let it go. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you have adrenal dysfunction, you, yeah, you might be running from the bear, but you're also thinking of a bunch of other things at the same time (laughs) and just wearing yourself out to where, when you get to the point of safety, if you make it there, (laughs) you're still, yeah, you're still going to be, you know, holding on to like that stress and that burden, you're not going to be able to, to get rid of it. So, um, the adrenal glands are just, they're very important in men and women, but we're seeing more, you know, adrenal burnout and HPA axis dysfunction. And that does in turn affect libido in in many Um, ways. So in, in regards to how it produces the hormones for libido, so yes, that, um, it can burn out, um, testosterone. So it can lower your testosterone levels. Um, it can cause, so stress and adrenal fatigue is associated with a bunch of deficiencies, vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies, such as every single B, B vitamin. <laughs> so mm-hmm. B like a good B complex, uh, would be good. Um, deficiencies like magnesium and potassium, which is essential for, um, for, you know, being able to get it up, let's just say. Um, So vitamins and minerals are very important when it comes to sexual health. And if you're stressed out all the time or suffering from adrenal fatigue, you, you know, your libido might not be at the optimal level, might not be where you want it to be, you know? Yeah. You make such a good point. I'm thinking of this, this culture that we're in right now where it perpetuates this busyness or this productivity. We're like, have to go, go, go. And especially for men who naturally have more of this competitive aspect to them and this, you know, to achievement or to provide Mm -hmm. for themselves or for their families. It's, I can imagine the pressure of that is even stronger. And then what you're sharing with us is that as a cultural conditioning, they're, they're not supported in being able to vocalize the, how much the pressure is impacting them. Exactly. So holding it in and the stress hormones are running through the body and it's wearing out these organs like the adrenals. And then it's like, well, no wonder they're, they're experiencing all these health issues. And then they don't go to the doctor because they don't want and and or they you know they have the shame around it and that's where Ashley comes in and she's like hey dudes you can just hit me up on my SoCal natural health and I'll help you on online which is brilliant (laughs) that's such a good way to put it you know guys do they go 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 they push themselves because there's a little voice inside their head from you know ancestral stuff or generational stuff saying you know you push past it and they aren't. And, um, and I guess we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but, um, in my video series that I have done recently and talking to, you know, top experts in like men's health or just health in general diet, you know, nutritionists and relationship Mm -hmm. guys and all that stuff. Um, one common theme or thing that you don't associate associate with masculinity is self-love or self-care. And part of that, uh, goes along with, knowing when it's okay to stop, t- 
take a breath, meditate, get a massage, take care of you, do Mm. something for yourself every single day. That is self-love. That's going to do wonders for your adrenal levels, for your libido, for your uh, every, anything, anything at all. It will do wonders. Just take time. Don't push past your limit, know your limit and take care of yourself. Yeah. I hear a lot of mindfulness in this practice. You so, know, yeah, being my, mindful for what you need. Yeah. And, and in my practice, we do um, a lot of mind body work. Um, and what that means is just like, you know, we're changing the way the language that you have with yourself, um, you know, being too hard on yourself or telling yourself that you're not allowed to stop. Like whoever told you you're not allowed to do anything, you can do whatever you want, <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want to do, you know, as long as you're now, as long as there's not, you know, like behaviors such as, you know, addiction and bad habits, like poor diet, you know, dr- excess drinking and excess drugs or any kind of drugs at all and things like that. (laughs) You might want to do those things. You can't do those things. But (laughs) as far as, you know, telling yourself you're not allowed to do something or um, nobody likes me because of this or whatever, you have to, we have to sometimes a lot of the time get past that before they're going to make any breakthroughs uh, in their health as well. Mm, It's like permission. There's permission there. Yeah, there's permission there. There's going back and finding where this language started. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that can take some work and and getting men to open up to that can be sometimes difficult. But I will say that with an online virtual practice and they're in the comfort of their own home and they get to schedule it on their time, they don't have to go to anybody's office to do, you know, anything like that. They're just in their own home. They are much, I'm finding they're much more open and comfortable to, you know, touching on some of those things that might be mental blocks, you know, before we get to some of the more, you know, health related things. Oh yeah, no, that's so great. I'm thinking of, you know, this idea of self-love and this self-care, which yeah, we can put it out there. And I hear from my guys, I I fucking love myself. Of course I do. You know, and then it's like, yeah, okay. But what, you're saying the word, but what does that mean? Like, what are you doing? And last night I was at dinner with a friend and he's like, cat, look what I did. And he took his shoe off in the middle of the restaurant. (laughs) He showed me his toes had these bright gold nail polish on it. And he's like, I I got my first pedicure yesterday. And I was like, and how was that? (laughs) He was like, it was amazing. I was like, yeah, right. (laughs) It feels good to take care of yourself. It sure does. And to let someone else, you know, do it for you. And and men, um, that's so funny. You're telling that story. I, my husband, I took him like a, a while back to get one. And now he's always like, you want to go get a mess or a pedicure? You want to go get a pedicure? I'm like, I know, it's hilarious. let's go. <laughs> but yeah, it feels good. It feels good to let someone else take care of you. And um, I know like, I guess if, um, I don't want to say this politically correct, but um, you know, sometimes men, tend to take on the world themselves and you know they're they're innately the providers and the people that put the food on the table and they're the strong ones they're the fixers supposedly and you know that's a lot of pressure so getting them to like hey you know what just it's okay to let other people take care of you sometimes you know even in a relationship you know coming into it you want a man who takes care of themselves and mm-hmm. take care of you. And the same with a woman. You want a woman who takes care of herself, health, everything. And she can also take care of you. You can take care of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so, an interdependence on each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so as you're, as you're describing men's health, what sort of things are you seeing as a trend in, in their health right now? So um, there's a couple of things, actually. Um, but what I get, I think, more of at the moment um, are, as we were talking about before, some of the um, adrenal burnout and adrenal fatigue. Um, and again, that goes back to holding all of that inside and not feeling like they can express themselves. Um, so by the time they get to me, they're just like, I don't know, I'm tired mm-hmm. all the time. you know. And mm-hmm. some of them are in relationships and they're like, you know, my wife is... Um, she's not really turned on to me right now. And I don't know why. And, um, it's just, you know, it's all of these things. And so we look at, first of all, um, you know, don't, don't be discouraged if your wife is not turned on to you right now. It's probably just because she sees that you need, um, 
some type of nurturing that might be on be beyond her reach. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, once she sees that your your better things will probably resolve like in the bedroom. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on, okay, tell me, and we do a three-day food journal. Mm. And in that I get to see everything they eat for three days. Um, and then we do like mood associated with that, any pains afterwards, any like the way they slept that night. And, and a lot of the time then I can I can pick up on food sensitivities, which is something that is huge that yeah. especially men, they have no idea that they're sensitive to these foods because they don't pay attention to certain symptoms or maybe certain symptoms don't arise that are so obvious. Uh, it could be something as simple as, you know, waking up more in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom to, you know, extra bowel movements that day. I mean, there's so many things we look at, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so food sensitivities are huge when it comes to inflammation in the body, inflammation in the body. We do not need, especially when we're trying to support healthy, you know, hormone balances and things like that in, especially the male system. Um, And then all of that cascades down to, you know, the low testosterone and, and not having, any libido, not being able to build muscle. Um, a lot of these guys aren't in the gym or if they are in the gym, they're not optimizing their workout and men need exercise to build testosterone. So Mm. another trend that we're seeing kind of, it all kind of connects. Um, but we're seeing that testosterone deficiency or low T is not like age discriminant anymore. It's not just an older man's game. We're seeing mm-hmm. guys in their thirties now. What? Um, yeah. We're seeing guys in the thirties, early thirties too. I'm not talking like later thirties and it's, you know, and it's diet. It's all of these things, you know, uh, in our food, in our water, we have, um, I, I was going to say, go ahead. I, I was yeah. going to say, like, I'm, I'm hearing this a lot about yeah. low T, get your T's, you know, levels checked and all this stuff. And I always send my right. clients to get theirs checked. Which is when they come to me. Yeah. yeah. Men, men do need testosterone right yeah. now. It is. And they need testosterone. They need it to be healthy. They need it to procreate healthy babies to procreate period. Mm -hmm. Um, and in our food and lots of toxins, environmental toxins, we have, um, xenoestrogens everywhere, which is the most abundant toxin that we can find in our bodies today. And those xenoestrogens are like, they mimic, um, estrogen in the man's body. So then the man thinks they have, you know what I'm saying? So then the body automatically thinks that it it has these um, estrogens and testosterones and progesterones when it doesn't. It's just these toxins that are mimicking it. And how we got to that point, I I could go on and on. (laughs) What are some of the things that are causing that? You said foods and stuff like that, but is there certain foods that men need to look out for? Well, yes. So I know now more than ever, it is very important to buy organic produce. And I know that sounds obvious, but you have to be very careful and do your research. And I know that's not something men love to do, but uh-huh. you're going to have to do that because things like Roundup and, um, and you know, things, even things that are in our air, but Roundup and certain pesticides have um, like glyphosates in them. And that is toxic in itself, but then it does go ahead and create those xenoestrogens as well. So and then also another thing is that I, I really stress in my men is you have got to stop with these terrible like degree deodorants and Axe body sprays. I cannot, oh, the ingredients in those, I cannot stress enough. They, that's enough to just completely just throw everything out of balance. And they're like, well, what am I supposed to use? What do I do? There's so many good options. So one of the first things we do is um, like replace that with something more natural. There's activated charcoal with magnesium, which is wonderful for men and testosterone. Mm-hmm. Um, you're activating the body's detox pathways, which we should be doing every single day uh, with the activated charcoal and the magnesium is, mm-hmm. is a great, you know, um, baseline hormone builder, mood builder, you know, relaxant, all of that stuff. So there are great options. So that's one thing I would love to see us getting away from, but all of those things do um, have those xenoestrogen properties. Mm, oh my God. It's changing yeah, and everything. It's changing yeah. everything. And I was having a conversation with my friend yesterday and it goes both, you know, on both sides of it, you know, whenever man, a man probably thought it was a good idea to, you know, 
have birth control. And then, so these women are taking birth control and then, you know, it stays in your system for a while. Maybe they stop taking birth control, then they have babies. So now not only the hormones of these women are messed up now, you know, it's carrying on to future generations and it's causing us to not be able to pick our proper mate. Like we're choosing people that are wrong for us based on hormone signaling. That's not, that is incorrect. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. And, yeah. tell me, and tell me a little bit more about that, because I mean, I know we're picking the wrong partners. <laughs> yeah. What would you mean chemically? So chemically, you know, as nature would intend it, you know, we would be drawn to people that suit us the best. We have natural, um, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, pheromones. Yes, we have natural pheromones. We have natural scent. Like it, it's so crazy how powerful that is. Like my husband and I, we are we are meant to be together. Like it, it just we can smell it. Like it's like such a primal thing, you know. So primally, like we we are supposed to have that. Like match up to the chemical reactions in the brain based on smells and body mm-hmm. language, and all of that has to do with everything that's going on internally. So you throw hormones into the mix. And all of those receptors can, can get thrown off. And there was a study um, recently, and I'll have to find the information if we want to cite it later on in the description, because off, off the top of my head, it's like not coming to me. <laughs> but there were, um, it was a controlled study, and they had four gorillas or some type of apes, and three of them were women, and one of them was a man. And they gave them all just like a normal... Um, birth control pill, something that's very common these days. And the women, all like the women, the girl ones, the female apes, you know, they exhibited some very odd behaviors um, and they wouldn't really have anything to do with the male anymore. And the male went crazy. He lost his mind. He was harming himself. He was harming others. Oh my God. He literally went psycho. So like, I don't like the animal testing. Yeah. Okay. At all. And I'm not saying that, you know, that is in any way right or um, humane because it's it's not. Those monkeys did not deserve that. Yeah, they didn't deserve that. But the information that we gathered from that is that changing hormones from the way that they're supposed to be in their natural state is literally driving us crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm. So. Preach. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, that's amazing. And so if men are, have low testosterone, what are some of the things that they would be looking out for? Like side effects, what kind of things would they be experiencing that would say, Hey, I should probably call Ashley and see what this is. (laughs) If this is low T. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, there are all kinds of things. So there's uh, joint pain is one. Like if you're, if you're young and you're experiencing joint pain, you're like, okay, I've never had an injury in that area. Um, I like to look at that as one of the common signs because joint pain really should be something that's happening later in life. So that is a kind of a first signal of, um, inflammation, uh, in the body. And then younger men really shouldn't be a thing, especially in healthy hormone balance. So, um, you know, weak or painful joints. Uh, I look at, uh, like your inability to gain muscle or the like really um, like a rapid loss of muscle mass. Um, libido is obviously one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, chronic fatigue is another. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like diet, not diet, I'm sorry, appetite. If your appetite goes, you know, way down or you're craving foods that you normally wouldn't crave, then that's a sign that there was probably a shift in your hormones. Uh, and also like irritability, um, you know, things like that. Like if your mood like fluctuates when it mm-hmm. typically doesn't, so you're feeling on a, you know, you're kind of on a really big high and then all of a sudden you dip down really low and that's not typical of you. And in that really low moment, you're irritable towards, you know, others, especially loved ones. That's a pretty big red flag. Yeah. So, so we can't just blame them on being an asshole. We have to say, oh, this, this could be your low T. Baby, that's, I yeah. think you go get this checked out. That's right. An asshole. That's right. Like, you know, it's, it's so true. So yeah, there are, you know, some really good signs and symptoms that you can look for. And you know what? In functional medicine, we say it's much better to work in prevention than it is repair. So even if you think you may have low T or 
you know, you want to just prevent that for the future. You want to set the best stage possible. You know, you want to start a family one day soon or within the next couple of years, or, you know, you're, you saw your family, one of your family members struggle and you don't want to go through that same thing. You know, it's so good to work in prevention, you know, for, for many reasons, but for low T, um, and, you know, healthy aging, it's very important to, you know, start now. Yeah. Yeah. Start now, start today. (laughs) And you know, these, as, as men are getting more information about their sexual health and, and it's coming to, what's coming to me is the marketing of different products. You know, you brought up degree and you brought up Axe and you brought up Viagra and Cialis earlier. And I'm thinking these are the ones that are saturating our men's awareness. You know, they see these and they're like, oh yeah, they're talking about a problem that I'm experiencing. So I need to go and use that. And then my email inbox is flooded with male enhancement pills, like all the time. And, and I've even had clients come in and, and be like, oh, I'm on the rhino pill or I'm on this pill. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? Honestly, it can't when, be good. <laughs> no, it, well, it can't be. And I have never, I don't think I've ever heard of the rhino pill either. I think I may have an idea of what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had multiple so, people come to me and tell me that. So the problem with, with some of those things are, is that men feel desperate and they feel desperate alone. So they're, they're searching the dark corners of the interwebs to mm-hmm. try to find that quick fix or they're going to the doctor and there's like, I can't get it up. And the doctor's like, Oh, great. You know, here's some, here's a pill, you know, take that thing. And while those might work for a short period of time, you're really messing with the interworkings of what your body is supposed to be doing. So, mm. um, you know, I, I, for like, so for myself, I'm an herbalist and my major rule of thumb when it comes to, you know, if you need help with getting an erection naturally, if it's not a plant item, don't take it. Mm. There's even things, I think I know what the rhino pill is, but I don't want to say, cause I don't want to speculate. I need to probably do some research. If this is a thing, I need to know my guys are on it. Um, but, uh, it, one of the things that kind of, I think it's been around for a while, but guys will take like deer antler supplement what and, yeah <laughs> like like ground down powdered up deer antler and I'm like oh dear lord oh my god like that no sounds... pun intended but I'm like why, why is <laughs> I mean there's some of the obvious ones you know uh horny goat weed and you know, uh-huh. there's all the you know sativas and things like that that are great um I even think some of the kratom strands are good for uh-huh. that now but really if it if it's not a plant item or a plant ingredient I would I would just run far away. And another thing that's important to know um, is that you're you're going to take this one time and it probably won't do anything. It's probably going to take, you know, a week to sometimes even a month to, to start noticing a difference. But that's just the way why I love herbs so much. That's just the way that they work. They get in the body and they, they really rebuild things. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to like, or, you know, sexual health and things like that. So there, it takes some time for them to work, but it is really the only sustainable way to, to kind of, um, I want to say heal to help certain conditions, um, that is a sustainable manner. You're yeah, not like lasting change. Yeah. Lasting change, yeah. Long-term, long-term side effects. And, you know, you're really going to be doing yourself a favor as opposed to just putting the bandaid on with like a, like I said, Viagra or Cialis or something like that. Right. And there can probably be dangers of taking some of these, especially the things that I see pop up on my, you know, in my inbox or on, on ads. I think, I think because my Google analytics is like you Google sex related topics all the time. <laughs> Therefore, oh all of your ads will be sex related. I can, I can only imagine <laughs> you get just bombarded with that stuff. But you know, I, I would imagine that a lot of these things on the market and I would have to look at ingredients, but I would imagine that a lot of them are overstimulating the prostate. And so when they're taken for a long time, you have that overstimulation and then you stop taking them. Who knows what happens after that? You know, but I could just imagine that, you know, a lot of men are concerned with 
prostate health as well, um, that probably would be working against a healthy prostate and healthy reproductive system. So that'd be another thing to look at for sure. Mm, Wow. Wow. That's, yeah, that's important. It's important to get mindful, not only like you were saying about our environment, the things that are in our environment, the products that we're using, but to read these labels and not just take it for, you know, here's our testimonials, but but to really read the labels and figure out, oh, I can't even pronounce this word. So Mm -hmm. that probably shouldn't be going into my body or even the term all natural, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Exactly. I mean, you really have to be your own researcher. You have to, you know, have to be a label reader and you, you have to kind of put in the work. I mean, your health is an investment. It should be important um, when it comes to that stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's some things we cannot help like our environmental toxins, certain foods, you know, good rule of thumb there is just if it comes in a box or a can, don't eat it, you know, don't eat fast food as much as <laughs> possible, avoid fast food, you know, cook all of your own foods, eat organic, that's going to be your number one, you know, way to make sure you have that baseline of health is always going to be what you put in your mouth. Next is what you put on your skin. So again, you know, these terrible deodorants and all those chemicals, there are natural ways to do that. And based on everybody's needs, you know, something might not work for the, you know, for the same two people and it usually never does, but there's a good, good thing that there are options. Um, you know, and I'm able to, to point that out for these guys. Um, and then, so, you know, changing your toxin overload and then, you know, building the routine of the workouts and things like that, again, not going to be the same for other people. And then you go into things like lab testing, you know, are, you know, do we test for inflammation levels? Do we test for deficiencies? We definitely should probably test hormone levels um, at any age, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, and, you know, we kind of go from there. But one important, like, takeaway for any kind of health condition, but it's, I think for, you know, sexual health is that we have to kind of make sure we're doing daily things to help our bodies Uh, absorb what it needs so that it can get rid of what it doesn't. And that's, you know, getting rid of these xenoestrogens and free radicals and detoxing from exposure to things. Mm -hmm. And what could be a couple of things that they could do right now to help them detox from those xenoestrogens? Yeah. So get to the gym, um, get to a sauna, Uh, Don't overdo the sauna, but, you know, sweat. Sweating every day is so important. If you take a walk, if you take a run, if you get on the treadmill, if you lift heavy weights, if you like yoga, just get your body moving. It stimulates the lymph system. Mm-hmm. the lymphatic system. So you're going to get the drainage there. Just drink lots of water. So drinking lots of water is another thing that you can start doing immediately. Um, and getting out in the sun is another, you know, way to detox the body. We're getting that vitamin D we're getting, we're going to stimulate good sleep. Sleep is so important for detoxing the body. It rebuilds hormones when we sleep. It, you know, enhances your mood. There are so many things scientifically and medically and health wise that go on during a good night's sleep that, you know, we're going to need to make sure like I'm, I'm changing sleep hygiene of everybody that comes through my virtual door (laughs) Uh, because, you know, we're so hooked on staying on our phones until we fall asleep. And that's completely yeah. screwing everything up. You know, it's changing hormone levels. We're not sleeping correctly. We're not getting enough REM sleep. And in that REM sleep, you know, that's when our bodies rebuild. And sleep is our greatest like generation regenerating tool. So, um, you know, we need to make sure that we're, we're changing that right away. So, you know, mm-hmm. no electronics in the bedroom uh, past nine o'clock, 9.30. If you have to have it for your alarm, turn it on airplane mode, dark room, uh, you know, make sure you're not overstimulated and that should eventually, you know, help the sleep pattern and getting more beneficial sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another thing that I love to suggest and like doing right away, something so easy are contrast showers. Have you heard of those? Is that the cold, hot, cold, hot? Yes. Yes, it is. And I love it. I love it so much. I'm actually, I've kind of gotten out of the habit of taking hot showers because I like the cold shower so much now, but you still need to do that. So especially for men, they, uh, their body temperatures run warmer than women's. Um, so doing a hot shower, pretty much as hot as you can stand it for your normal duration, wash your hair, wash your bod, do the things, sing a song, brush your teeth. Uh, and then at the end, turn it to as cold as you can possibly stand it for 30 seconds to a minute. 
and then turn it back up to hot again for 30 seconds to a minute and then end on cold for as long as you possibly can. That brings all the blood back to the core, stimulating, you know, circulation, again, that lymphatic drainage. It's something so easy to do, but I'm telling you, after doing it two or three times, you will see such a difference in your mood and in just like your overall feeling. It's Mm. pretty crazy. So those are some simple things we can do right away. I'm going to do this when we get off this. Yes, it's great. I mean, it's so good. Uh, You know, things like diet, I don't typically... you know, give suggestions on right away because diet is such a hot topic right now. And I really need to know you. I need to know your, I need to know all the mechanisms that are making up your health right now to be able to give any type of good, you know, (laughs) diet suggestions. And I have meal plans and I do that. I meal prep, you know, I do all the meal prep guidelines and everything as far as what they need. Um, and it it can go week by week and go month to month. It just depends. So yeah. But Diane put is your Tito's down. Put yes. them oh, down. <laughs> and I love what you said about the about the food sensitivities earlier because I'm over here like no gluten and soy and and milk because I discovered through my testing that I'm highly intolerant to those and it made such a difference. And yeah. then I have my dude friends or my partners and they're like, oh my God, you're such a picky eater and all this stuff. I'm like, you're the one who struggles with aches and pains in your body <laughs> and like telling me that, you know, you, you don't desire sex or this, that or the other. And I'm over here feeling great. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh no, it makes a huge, I mean, that's a huge one is like the food sensitivity, um, the test. I mean, everybody should really do it, especially this day and age where all of our foods are modified and, you know, not organic. And we just, it really didn't start off this way. And how we got to this point is just beyond me, but Mm. food sensitivity is important to make all the difference you write in joint pain, aches and pains, mood, you know, sexual desire, everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You've like, <laughs> I feel like Ashley just gave me the Bible to men's health right here. <laughs> so well, much risk, richness here. There, yeah. I mean, there's a lot involved that people just don't realize. That's why, you know, I'm, I'm on a mission and I'm, I'm more than anything. Like, yes, we need our women to be healthy as well. But I feel like women, we have come very far in. Um, you know, health and where we stand with society and our strength. Nobody doubts the strength of a woman anymore. And if you do, get with a program. <laughs> but yes. then, you know, we have some work to do with our with masculinity and stigmas and, you know, the way that our future generations are going because our men aren't okay and they're not taking care of themselves um, in a health you know, standpoint and a mental standpoint. Mm, yes. Um, you know, in, in doing the video series, um, really, I, I just want to reach as many people as possible. And I want everybody to have this information because everybody should have this information you know, mm-hmm. as a, as a baseline, everything we talked about should be common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as a practitioner, as a naturopathic practitioner, you know, I am, I am the teacher you are going to be your best ally on your own when you educate yourself and you, you know, you have the guidance from like myself, someone to teach you, then, you know, your compliance is going to be all you. It's going to be the way you talk to yourself. It's going to be the self-love giving your body what it needs. So it's, it's, it's important message is it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of knowledge and some people don't know what to do with that. So that's when your, you know, healthcare provider should come in. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I'm kind of, I'm on this mission and I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to help our men. Yeah, I see that. And how can, how can our men and our women help to find you so they can find more information and about this healing masculinity, healing mankind series? Yeah. So, um, you can go to my website, which is socalnaturalhealth.com mm-hmm. and there's, all the information you would need pretty much right there. I'm still kind of, you know, I'm still kind of working on it. I'm still, um, you know, there's a few pages I need to, you know, 
finish. Give her some permission, guys. She's she's getting everything ready for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it ready. It's kind of always a work in progress. I'm always updating it. I'm always changing it to make it better, more functional, you know, for you guys. So shouldn't we all be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never ending, but I like it. I love it. So you can find me there, SoCal Natural Health. You can find me on Instagram. It's Ashley uh S C N H abbreviated for SoCal Natural Health. Um, and then the the interview series will live on my website in its entirety on the landing page. And I'm going to be putting out one interview every day um, until, you know, everybody's covered. I think I have like 10 practitioners and then it'll just be on a playlist on the website. You can watch it. Um, there will be the video files that you can watch. And then I'm also going to put it in podcast form. And mm. that's something kind of, you know, to look out for my, my, um, really near future. I really want to build my podcast as well. So, you know, you can listen on your drive home. You can watch there. I think they're pretty safe for work, <laughs> but maybe not get in trouble at work watching them. You can watch them anytime. They're available for free. Um, some of the practitioners that I, I were, I had, it was such a great experience. So much learning and growth happened on both sides of the interviews sometimes. And it was just really cool. And that, I think that's going to be part one. I think there's going to be a part two too, because we so much to cover. Um, right. <laughs> but you know, it's free. Some of the practitioners, um, offered, you know, special services, discounted prices at the end of their interview, but really we just want everyone to all the men and women to know that they're supported and there is information out there and we are here to help no matter what you choose you know I have programs I have just you know other types of sessions I mean there's really an unlimited amount of support out there Mm, I love it Wow. Thank you so much, Ashley. This is just a wellspring of knowledge. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I, you know, (laughs) I love it. And I love that you're, you know, that you do what you do as well, the mission that you're on and congratulations on all your podcast success. And I was really honored to be here. So thank you. Yeah. And what a gift that she's giving to all of you men out there. This is go and check out her healing masculine, healing mankind. You won't regret it. I, It'll really help you to tap back into yourself and ask the questions of what do I need to be able to take care of myself so I can take care of others. Absolutely. Love it. Uh, So lovers, thank you again for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, please head to eatplacesex.com to subscribe to the show, connect with me and grab my sexy guides because my goal here is to help you to eat, play and sex better so you can improve your sex life which will improve as every single aspect of your life. Mm. I'll see you next time on Eat, Play, Sex. Thanks for tuning in, lovers. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out eatplaysex.com. Until next time, don't forget to nourish your sex life.